Broadcasting from Rochester, New York, at the intersection of faith and sports, it's Benson and those guys. The exclusive place to hear commentary from those guys, making it the world's number one faith-based sports radio program. Here he is, Benson and those guys on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Benson and those guys broadcasting from the BTG studios in downtown Rochester, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Guys, can I say that? The BTG studio? We just self-proclaim these to be the BTG studios in downtown Rochester. I like it. BTGprogram.com, or you can follow us at BTG Program on Twitter. The team is back in uh, full intact today, keeping our eyes out for video, because as we all know, video killed the radio star. First video of a play on MTV. Okay, I was looking for more yucks, and I'm getting trivia information. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Zach, from a week away, apparently racing down and back to Virginia to attend his brother's (laughs) wedding. Christian Dan, Dan Borello is here, and Darren is alive and well and claiming to have led his softball team, Dan, Mm -hmm. to a 35-0 win. And not only that, but claiming to have hit a ball off the outfield wall and then stretched it to a single. That is softball. Softball is like the arena football of baseball. So a 35 nothing score and uh, hitting a ball off the wall really isn't that big of an accomplishment, except for the fact that I could never do it. In in my defense, we stopped taking extra bases after the first inning. So Was this a church league? No, this is just a Heathen rec league. league. Yeah. He doesn't want to say it. Regular folks. <laughs> hey, guys, the Charlotte Hornets are back. The, uh, this week, the team unveiled its brand-new uniforms. To the average observer, though... Uh, They look pretty much like the old Charlotte Hornets. However, per league rules, the Hornets had to change the designs and logos from its past history, which are now part of the league's retro hardwood classics program. Now, I have to ask this. Were the Charlotte Hornets, the original Charlotte Hornets, even around long enough the first time to be retro? You know what? I don't know because they started, I believe, in 88 or was it? Not, it was. It had to be '88, yeah, because they were around for a few years when Larry Johnson was drafted. They had Alonzo Mourning, and when those two guys joined the team, they were considered. You know, they were brand new, and everybody loved the idea of those teal colors and the purple and the two big guys playing on the team. I mean, I think the two of them played on Dream Team too. That's how new the Charlotte Hornets were. Well, so for them to be retro, it's funny because when they relocated to New Orleans, they became retro. So I guess, yeah, you could consider them retro. If you like those colors, they are back. The Charlotte Hornets, who left and became the New Orleans Hornets, filling a vacancy left by the New Orleans Jazz when they moved and became the Utah Jazz. The Hornets, New Orleans that is, then became the Pelicans. So the Bobcats, who joined the league after the Hornets, Charlotte that is, left for New Orleans, have changed their name to the Hornets yet again. Obviously, this is an attempt to recapture some of the glory and winning ways of the original Charlotte Hornets. And wait, what are you guys saying? There was no glory in the original Charlotte Hornets? But speaking of New Orleans basketball reports this week, that star Anthony Davis, the brow, has put on 15 pounds. Which I say is no big deal. So what? The entire Benson and those guys' teams have put on 15 pounds, and nobody's talking about it. Who cares? 15 pounds. Last week, we had uh, Don Gordon in the studio, and he was traded 
from uh, the Blue Jays to the Indians, he could at least rest easy knowing that he was dealt for Phil Necro. Now, that's pretty cool. The Tribe gave up a pretty good pitcher to obtain Gordon. But what did the A's have to give up for lefty pitching Brad Mills? It cost the A's no more than it would cost you for a large cup of coffee at McDonald's. It cost $1. Now, apparently, it's not really all that uncommon to trade somebody for such little uh, money, but it works out well for Mills, who had a little hope of a call-up for Milwaukee's minor league system, and he's now looking at the very probable, probably starting a game for Oakland. And why, you ask? You didn't ask why. Go ahead and ask. Why is that? Because a rotation spot was opened up after one of their pitchers was placed on the DL, one of their starting pitchers placed on the DL with a right-hand fracture after he punched a chair. Now, it may not feel very good to be traded for a dollar or for a roll of uh, paper towels, but at least Mills knows this, that he's smarter than a pitcher who goes on the DL for punching a chair. At least the A's, after getting Mills so cheaply, can now afford to replace the chair. What would it feel like to get your butt kicked by an 11-year-old girl? Been there. <laughs> well, that's a story that we need to hear more about. Yeah, we need to talk about that. But play golf with uh, Lucy Lee, and you'd probably find out. Sixth-grade girl played Pinehurst number 2, the same course that the men played on the U.S. Open last week and the U.S. Women's Open this week. She shot an 8-over-78 on her opening round with two birdies. This is an 11-year-old girl. Uh, that score, that 8 over 78, by the way, left her really only 11 shots behind the leader at the time, two-time major champ Stacy Lewis. Lee is the youngest qualifier in championship history. Let me just say again, this young lady is 11 years old. Wow. Look out, Tiger. We have our, we have our next LeBron. <laughs> We've always talked about oh, the next no. Jordan or the next Tiger. We have our next LeBron because LeBron was the guy who was supposed to follow in Michael Jordan's shoes. We're still waiting for the next Tiger. It wasn't Sergio Garcia. It's not Cheyenne Woods just yet. It wasn't Michelle Wee. But is it this young lady? We have to wait seven more years to find out. We won't know, but I'll tell you, that's pretty remarkable. But as I've told a group of junior high students for several years, man, those, that young group, that age group, they can do some pretty remarkable things. And it always frosts my fanny when people don't give them the credit that is due them for the things they can do. And here's this 11-year-old girl, uh, 11 shots behind the leader on the, at the U.S. Open. But I want to ask those guys this. Who do you think this is directed towards? Who do you think this is directed towards when Pat Riley said this week, you've got to stay together. You've, if you've got the guts, you don't find the first door and run out of it if you have an opportunity. He goes on to say this is four years now into this era. This team, four finals, it's only been done three other times before, and two championships from day one to the end. It was like a Broadway show. It sort of ran out of steam. We need to retool. We don't need to rebuild, and that's what we're going to do. Hmm. Who is that directed towards? Ray Allen. Exactly That's right. That's close, right? One of the big three, yep. Ray Allen. Got it. Got it. Mario no, the, 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 the big three from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> definitely Ray Allen, not LeBron. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's definitely he's selling he's selling a bunch. He's basically scapegoating and getting everything ready for the big the big fire sale because they're going to have to take a ma- massive pay cuts all of them. They want to bring in the talent that's going to take to beat a team like the Spurs, a complete team who actually were considered old before and now are considered the youthful team between the two teams that play in the NBA finals. 
The Spurs, who would have thought the Spurs would be the more youthful team? Pat Riley's basically saying, hey, if LeBron leaves, it's not my fault. I'm blaming him for, hey, the door. Well, LeBron's got a reason to leave because your experiment really kind of only half worked. Yeah, you got two championships, but you didn't go four for four. And is there anything to the rumors that Dwayne Wade wants a max contract? Because it's definitely getting blown up if he wants a max contract. If he wants a max contract, he's going to get $40 million. And I believe if I'm Dwayne Wade, your career is about to end. You've taken all those all the punishment you could take. He has every right to take that. And if that's the case, then he's got, he's got to let those fellas know now. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Benson wants a date with Scarlett Johansson, but that's not going to happen either. But, so. Wade, but Wade could opt in for that. It, it's nobody's fault but his. He, he could take it. Oh, and he could, and that would blow up everything that they asked for. Well, then he's he's clearly just in it for the money at this point. Then I don't blame him, but yeah, I could see why Pat Riley's making all those all those statements now. Then, well, do you know do you know what's going on in Dwayne Wade's personal life? Basically, his wife, who was with him in high school and with him in college, and you know they had their kids before they got married, and then all of a sudden he became famous, and then. They had a divorce. He was seeing, he was seeing Star Jones at one point. She was almost considered homeless. And there's a lot of inner turmoil in the Wade family. And he may have to just take that contract just to pay everybody off. I'm not saying he did anything wrong, but, I mean, divorces are expensive. And there could be a lot of issues there. I, I don't know. Yeah. They are. Ask Tiger how expensive divorces are, too. You had two finals this past week finish up. You had the hockey, you had uh, the Stanley Cup final, you had the NBA finals. Both went four games to one. Mm-hmm. Yet one, they couldn't have been any more opposite. The hockey final was just closely played, overtimes, uh, very, very tight. Now, it ended four to one, I get it, but very, very tight. It seems like the Spurs just dismantled Miami. Like Other than the one game, they really weren't there, Miami. Right. They showed up. They showed up to play. I, I think I'm the... One of the very few people that actually loved the NBA Finals, like it was so fun as a as a basketball fan watching the offensive show that the Spurs put on. It it was amazing. It, I've never seen anything like it, and the Heat didn't have a chance. Honestly, there, there was no comparison between the two teams, and that's the point I'm trying to make. Is you got two four to four games to one finishes, yet one seemed so close, seemed any. Could go either way, and the other one just seemed like the two teams were so far apart. Especially when like the Spurs were going to Miami and just smacking them around <laughs> in their own arena. I mean, because you have to remember that the, the LeBron and the issues with the cramps in the first game with the Heat. You got to remember the, the literal Heat, not you know, <laughs> in San Antonio. The, the argument was that if LeBron didn't leave that game, the Heat may have won that game, and you have a completely different series because then the Heat go up two games to none, and the Spurs got to come back and like you know they win three of the next four. But all of a sudden they go into the game in the game six if it's a three to two series back in Miami, everything is still different. But the fact that they 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 won game one and then they clobbered him in game the clo- they clobbered the Heat in game three it's almost like the heat gave up like i saw the lebron and lebron was doing it all on that team i mean chris Bosch yeah. was unable to help but he was useless that team got old in a hurry and lebron is the he was definitely the best player on the court okay because but he when you're asked to do so much that's going to happen yeah. we said that at the beginning of the series we talked about lebron's the best player in the league he's the best player on the planet but you have to have more than just that and if d wade and chris Bosch come out and they have the games that they're capable of 
you have you have a very competitive team. Now, who's going to beat them? But if they don't, and from night to night, you don't know what you're getting from D-Wade. You don't know what you're getting from Chris Brosh. The only one you can count on every night is LeBron. Much different story with the Spurs when they come together. What was uh, the highest total for anybody scoring on, on the Spurs was 17 yeah. points? Yeah. Uh, what a team. What well-balanced machine that was that rolled through. Like a lot like the 98 Yankees. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to hate on Chris Bosh as much as I will Dwayne Wade. I mean, Bosh is a big guy. He needs the ball to get to to get past to him for him to do things. But I mean, that whatever game it was, game five, Dwayne Wade, he he just kept missing shot after shot and kept throwing him up there. Just stop shooting. Right. It was awful. He, he he's he's the factor. He's the one who's got, he's basically the factor that's going to determine whether or not those three stay together. If he t- if he backs out and takes a lesser contract, they're not represented by the same agency anymore. The three of them are are represented by different people now. If they're going to stay together, they're all going to have to take $7 million less average to stick around for at least one more year. They could, they said they could still opt out and opt back in. In other words, they could re-sign for less money and then try to explore free agency the following year. But Dwayne Wade, if he's got an opportunity to make $40 million in two years and call it quits and retire, he could do that. Can't really blame him. You got could, one more shot at a big contract, right? and this is it. So why why would you take less? And most athletes end up broke after their careers. So if I'm Dwayne Wade, sorry, fellas, I got my rings, and I got one without you. I'll take the money and run. And I don't blame him. No, not at all. And I'd like to see, I'd like to see LeBron go back to uh, Cleveland or maybe go somewhere else and do the same Cleveland thing. better Cleveland team now, too, yes. than it was. Benson and those guys presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. When we get back after the break, we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about more stuff. You're listening to ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM, 9.50 AM. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Four six two three Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial returns. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. GNT Youth Soccer is registering for its 14U division for both boys and girls leagues. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning August 16th and continuing through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. 
All games are played at the beautiful G&T Sports Park in Hilton. Serving the community for 23 years, the soccer program offered through GNT Athletics Teach Soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit GNTSoccer.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators? Neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can follow us on Twitter, at BTG Program. Guys, did you see this past week, I don't know if you saw any of it, but congratulations to Clayton Kershaw, the defending NL Cy Young Award winner through a dominant no-hitter. Uh, if you're not familiar, Kershaw is actively involved in missions and in spreading the good news about Jesus Christ. In fact, for each strikeout, he fanned 15, by the way, in his no-hit performance. Kershaw has pledged a donation. You can go to their website, Kershaw's Challenge. Kershaw's Challenge, it's plural, Kershaw's. Uh, and here's some things from their uh, website. Kershaw's Challenge is about so much more than baseball. It's about transforming live. It's about making a difference exactly where you are. And for Clayton, it comes back to baseball. His God-given platform of playing for the L.A. Dodgers is about more than throwing pitches. It's about uh, using that platform to accomplish something bigger than himself to remind him of his calling to care for others. Clayton makes a donation donation for every strikeout. What do you think about Clayton Kershaw? Is he the best pitcher in the game at this point? I tried to think of somebody that I would put as better than him, and I can't think of anybody. I think he has to be. And the scary thing is he's only, what, 24 years old? You know, this may not be the best of Clayton Kershaw. I hope he doesn't end up like a Tommy John victim, like so many other pitchers we're afraid of. We talked to Don Gordon last week, and we talked to a guy a couple weeks Brand, ago. Randy Holland. Right, and they talked yeah, about, Randy like, uh, you know, like everybody's going to Tommy John. I hope he doesn't have to succumb to that. I thought, you know, Matt Harvey had that potential last year before his arm. I think Masahiro Tanaka, right now he's going through everybody the first time, so everybody's just seen him for the first time with the Yankees. I don't think he's as dominant as Clayton Kershaw. I mean, Clayton Kershaw is easily the best pitcher in baseball right now, no question. Yeah. I, you know, a year ago, maybe you don't say that, but I think right now he certainly is. And this is a guy I like to root for. I like what he stands for. I like who he is. He's a humble person. Uh, I, I enjoy watching him pitch. I want him to do well. And, and like you, Dan, I don't want him to suffer an injury where all of a sudden you got somebody, you're behind him, you want to root for him, and then he's no longer in the game. Here's something else that, he, that said on, on their website. Uh, given the challenge of of Kershawschallenge.com, uh, they say maybe the Lord has given you the ability to run or throw or paint or read. Whatever it may be, you have been given a specific purpose. The Lord is doing something incredible, and it has nothing to do with us, but what a joy to be on this journey of making an impact together. I don't know how much is donated for each strikeout, but here's a guy that's doing something beyond baseball using baseball as a platform to promote what he believes in with with everything that he is. He believes uh, in mission work. 
he believes in the gospel of Jesus Christ and sharing that with others. And to see a, a, an athlete at the top of his game doing that ought to be an encouragement to young believers everywhere who are who are playing in high school or, or on, on the youth field. I know, Darren, you talk a lot about uh, having somebody like that to look up to when you were playing uh, would have been a benefit to you. It, it definitely would have been, and I'm not saying there weren't guys but to look up to, but someone like Kershaw, who is, I mean, he's dominating right now. Everyone's going to look up to him. So it's it's real nice seeing a guy like that succeed uh, for just because he seems like a great guy, a nice guy. It's awesome. But also because he is going to help the youth a lot just just by being a positive role model. Yeah, I think he and Tim Tebow can learn a lot from each other. Um, I didn't know Clayton Kershaw was a Christian until just now, and I think that's great. Uh, but the fact that I don't know that, I wish he would be more vocal about it. But at the same time, I think the fact that you brought it up and you guys both brought it up, it's out there, and he's got a website to talk about it. I think a guy like Tim Tebow, if he wanted to do, if he wanted to get back in the NFL, I think he needs to like humble himself just a little bit and realize, hey, look, yeah, I, I am a Christian, but I don't need to force it down everybody's throat. I'm not talking about the Tebowing on the, on the on the sidelines or anything. I'm talking about just any question he's asked, he brings back to God. Well, somebody might listening as a Christian says, well, that's great. Well, yes and no. You still have a job to do. You still have to answer reporters' questions about football first. Okay, just like any one of us going to work. If you have a TPS report that's due, you can't say, well, I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to talk about Jesus. He, that, he, that's not going to fly. And Tim Tebow is very guilty of that to the point where they actually brought Bill, the Jets brought in Bill Polian on retainer to talk to Tim about that. He goes, you got you to gotta tone down. Yeah, you can be a Christian, but you got to like do it you know, in the right way. And I think Clayton Kershaw, I think that's a great example of doing it the right way. I wish we know I'd known that before, but I think a guy like Tim Tebow could learn from a guy like Clayton Kershaw. Say, hey, here's how you do it, but you don't have to talk about it all the time. And, and I've heard that about Tebow. I've heard reporters complain about that. And actually, in an article I read on Clayton Kershaw, he uh, talks about that very same thing. And he talks about uh, sharing his faith he uses the platform of baseball. He's very bold about it. He doesn't talk about it, everything coming out of his mouth. But there's a time and a place and an opportunity to share when the Spirit gives that to you. The Holy Spirit leads someone to you, um, and Clayton seems to have done. I, I wonder if anything of this changes. Zach, let me share this quote before. I know you got something to say there. Uh, he says, it's good to know that the Lord gives us a lifetime to work out our identities, and I've sort out who we are in Christ, his calling for our lives will undoubtedly compete with daily struggles of temptation to take an easier path. The battle to maintain a Christ-centered identity is the most worthy fight we will face. How do you you not root for this guy? Oh, absolutely. Uh, And that's what this program, we aim to do. We want, Dan, you mentioned you didn't know that about Clayton. Mm -hmm. We want to bring these sort of things uh, and and share that on, on the like with la- people who don't know, like, like yourself. Like last week, you did a trivia question. I don't want to give away the answer if nobody's gotten it yet, but you mentioned a guy. I didn't know that guy was a Christian either, and I think that's great that you bring up more and more Christian athletes as the show goes. And if you want to know who's a Christian, just listen to this show, and you'll find out. More importantly, you might find out who's not a Christian. Zach, you were going to say something? <laughs> I was just going to say how impressed I am with Clayton Kershaw. That, I thought like, you were going to say with me. You well, too. That's, that's, a given. <laughs> that's a given. But I mean, like we said a minute ago, the guy, he's younger than any of us in here. Right, he's such a young guy. He's been in the league only a few years, but the maturity level that he's shown—I mean, that to, to, he's got a foundation. He's donating money to good causes. He's being outspoken about his faith. 
Like, I have trouble, you know, containing myself when someone cuts me off in traffic. You know, like the maturity level that he shows is, is very impressive to me. If he would just get rid of that neck beard, it would be ridiculously impressive. <laughs> You're jealous. I like he, to pitch with one of those. He keeps things in perspective. Here's another quote from Clayton Kershaw. You definitely have to keep things in perspective. I know that baseball is something that I've been blessed with to get to do. You just have to keep Christ in the center of what you were doing. And as you're alluding to, Zach, man, that's so difficult to do. You're driving down the road and somebody pulls out in front of you and a million things go through my head, none of which necessarily are good are good or, or, or graceful. You know, it's, it's the second thing that maybe, or not even that, maybe it's the third time that, that it comes to me where grace comes into the picture. Yeah, I, I, it's so, it's, it's such a, it, it really is a test of your faith when you have those moments and you should keep a pad of paper, write them down when they happen and write down it before you go to bed every night. Okay. Where was I not Christ-like? Even myself, just between you, you, me and God, where was I not Christ-like today? Okay. When that guy cut me off or when I cut that other guy off and remind yourself of those things. And if you do it every day, you'll, your subconscious will go to work for you and say, okay. And then the next time you do it, you might not. Flip the bird. You may not. You'd be like, okay, I've done it. I've done it too. That's what's so great about a guy like Clayton Kershaw or any of these athletes who have an opportunity to or a platform to share what they believe. They're not necessarily shoving it down anybody's throat. And that's one thing that Clayton has said. Uh, But they are using their platform to just say, hey, this is what I'm about. These quotes that I've uh, given you here, these came after winning a Cy Young Award. So he's using that. Hasn't changed him. I don't think a no-hitter is going to change him. I think you have, you're looking at the best pitcher in baseball who stands for something good uh, and a faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I, I will say one thing. I heard some guy, I'm not going to say what radio guy it is, because uh, they're kind of a competitor, but not really. It was satellite radio, so I don't know if it matters. And um, he was ranking. He goes, I, I can't qualify this as one of the, as the greatest no hitter ever. Okay, because you got to talk about Don Larson and you got to talk about you know uh, Roy Halladay what he did in the playoffs. To me, postseason is what. I'm like, okay, you haven't been alive for all the no hitters or perfect games. First of all, perfect games are more important than no hitters. We know that they're perfect. Okay, and Kershaw, it's not Kershaw's fault that an error happened it on, on Wednesday perfect. night. It should have been perfect, but it wasn't. But if you could actually rank no hitters. You need to go to a psychologist. You need to spend more time with your wife. Well, you and I or must find <laughs> a wife or a girlfriend. Because I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. If you can rank no hitters, you have problems. Yeah, You got no lie. <laughs> you, you and I must have been listening to the same thing. Yeah. In fact, your imitation. Was it, was it Thursday afternoon? It, it was. And your imitation yeah. of him, you didn't want to say the name. He's but based out of New York. Yeah, he's a San Francisco fan. <laughs> yeah, so a little I, bit. And I love this guy. I yeah, love I do too. Him. I do too. But I'm like, man, you have got to spend more time with your family at some point. If you're ranking... Best no. I'm not going to put in the qualif- in the same category as a Hideo Nomo no hitter back in the. I don't know if it was uh, in Denver or it was a Coors Field, and that was a tough lineup. And I'm like, oh come on, man. And you're. <laughs> have you ever been at a no hitter? No, no. no. That is one of the most exciting. I had the opportunity to be at Jim Abbott's no hitter. I'm sitting. In, oh no, kidding! Yeah, I was sitting in right field. I watched and, it. And Zach and I had been t- talked about this in the past. Uh, uh, the excitement that just sort of builds with each inning. It was around the fourth or fifth inning. You could just feel the electricity. There was something cool that was happening, and, and that that was. I still have the ticket stub. I put it in a frame, but just to be there for that game and have that thing build, it was 
That was a very cool experience. I can't imagine. Like I remember getting a ESPN text alert that I think Matt Cain was throwing one, a perfect game, no hitter, whatever he was throwing. And I switched over to MLB Network to watch it. And uh, I mean, I was excited for that. So being at one has to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I coached one in Little League. I coached one. And here's the best part. Now, there was an error. And I was keeping the score of the book. And I, I'm pretty meticulous when it comes to keeping the book. At least I used to be when I was a kid. And my father's the manager. I'm the coach. I'm about 16 years old. I go, hey, Dad, it's fourth inning, right? Yeah. Uh, Kyle hasn't given up a hit yet. He goes, okay, don't say anything. Fifth inning goes by. Still hasn't given up a hit. Just one error, no hits. Sixth inning, final inning. He goes, don't tell him. Nobody knew. I was the only one who knew. And after the game, Kyle gets a final out. My father runs out. He goes, Kyle Saunders just threw a no-hitter. Everybody starts. He's like, I did? (laughs) Really? He had no idea. That's the only one I've ever witnessed. But it was hysterical to watch this kid go, wait, I threw a no-hitter? And I didn't know? Because he assumed that that one like dribbler that the shortstop left between his legs was a hit because they don't know any better. But it was cool to watch. It's like Crash Davis hitting that home run <laughs> and nobody knew that it was the record setter. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got more stuff coming up, but we're going to go to a break right now. You're listening to Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM, 9.50 AM. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. GNT Youth Soccer is registering for its 14U division for both boys and girls leagues. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning August 16th and continuing through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. All games are played at the beautiful GNT Sports Park in Hilton. Serving the community for 23 years, the soccer program offered through GNT Athletics Teach Soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit GNTSoccer.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. 
title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators? Neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426 5024. Or visit Town and Country Solution.com. Benson and those guys presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Fellows, this past week was marred by many who left us. Among others, we lost Casey Kasem. You guys are perhaps too young to appreciate him beyond being the voice of Scooby-Doo, but my generation will forever love him for bringing us uh, America's Top 40 each and every week. Uh, that, this is before the advances of technology brought us to the instant downloads. People would wait to see, that wanted to hear this program, to see who had the number one record and uh, who was getting a long-distance dedication. Beyond Casey Kasem, we lost Chuck Knoll. And if I asked you guys, if I asked you who is the only coach to win four Super Bowls, you would probably go through a few names before you came to Chuck Knoll. And maybe you're a Steelers fan, and I know one guy who's probably listening right now is coming through the roof trying to say, no, I would know, I would know. But among that, we also lost Tony Gwynn, one of the best hitters I ever saw, and probably one of the best hitters who ever played the game. You ever? What a sweet swing Tony Gwynn had. Zach, he. I was looking through um, this since he passed away. People have been tweeting just ridiculous statistics that he had, and it gave me a whole new appreciation for him. And I, I read his book years ago, and I'm going to go reread it again. I think this week because he just was. I had forgotten since it's been so long just how amazing he was, and I, I'm glad. I, I'm sad that it took his passing to bring it back up, but I'm glad that people are introducing a younger generation to how great Tony Gwynn was. What did you tell me? He was like a 302 hitter with two strikes or something like that? Yeah. Who was the next closest? The The next closest uh, career average with in a two-strike count was Wade Boggs at 262. Not only was Tony Gwynn a, a career 302 hitter with two strikes, but the next highest career average was 40 points less than his. That's what a standout he was. He was a great hitter. Um convinced that it was chewing tobacco that caused the cancer. Mm-hmm. And I guess the thing I don't understand, you can't have chewing tobacco in the minor leagues, but yet in the majors you still can. Why? Because it's collectively bargained. They have a union. And once there's a union involved, everything gets brought to the table and everything's got to be negotiated and agreed upon on a consensual basis. And so in the minor leagues, basically, there's no union. So they're at the mercy of Major League Baseball. They say no tobacco, no tobacco. The pros, though, the union, hey, I want to chew tobacco. They're going to fight. Even if you don't chew tobacco, even if 90% of baseball players don't chew tobacco, for the 10% that do, the union's going to fight for it. And, and Major League Baseball is not going to fight it. It's a minor thing to fight when you've got everything else going on. But it just, and I, I get why, you know, you got the unions, I get the bargaining and all that stuff. I just I don't understand why you would bargain for something that makes no sense. If your minor league system doesn't have it, just get rid of it. Uh, that's what Tony Gwynn stood for uh, later in life, and, you know, he understood where he got the cancer. Uh, that was his platform uh, to try to get it out of the game. And I think it needs to get out of the game. There's just no benefit to it. But on a personal note, we lost all these uh, P 
people, the most impactful passing of this past week was Ron Bishop. The founder of SCORE International went home to be with Jesus this past Monday, a man that I admired. I was blessed to know, even though I never really got to know him as well as I may have liked. Ron coached at Tennessee Temple uh, University for 15 years. I think he won a national title there. But more importantly, he and his wife, Pat, started SCORE International, SCORE standing for Sharing Christ, our Redeemer Enterprises, in 1984. Ron went on a mission trip. Went on a mission trip, and the Lord really got a hold of his heart, uh, and he began taking more and more. Before long, he enlisted fellow coaches and athletes to accompany him. It was about, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, maybe a little longer. He preached at our church. I heard him, and I was moved to go on a mission trip. In fact, on that first time that I went, I went to the Dominican Republic, first time I'd ever been on a mission trip. Zach was with me on this trip. And uh, I've been back every year since. But here's some of the people that Ron had impact on and was able to motivate. People like Lou Pinella, Chris Coughlin, Rookie of the Year winner, Mariano Rivera, Andy Pettit, Nelson Cruz. Uh, these type of people on a mission trip because Ron had one thing. He wanted young people to understand that someone cared about them and that God loved them. And Ron knew that sports was a universal language. Why is sports ministry so important to me? Ron knew this very same reason. The sports was a universal language, would tear down barriers and allow him an opportunity to connect with and get into lives of people. And, and since he went on those initial uh, missions trips, thousands and thousands of people have been introduced to the mission field, many dedicating their lives to it. Countless number of people have heard and responded to the good news of God's love and salvation through Christ. Uh, Ron was just... A remarkable man. I, Zach, I see you're uh, wanting to say something there. Uh, I only went on that one trip with Ron, and I didn't get to really converse with him. I just, you know, I saw him speak, and I, you know, stood in the back and listened. And he just, you could see it in his face. He was such such a passionate person, even when he got to be more of an advanced age. And uh, I will forever be grateful for that trip and getting to meet him and, and, and go in the Dominican and see all those guys share the gospel like that. Ron's life verse was Romans 1, 6, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believe, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. And Ron lived it. You could see the passion, as Zach said. He would raise money. He was the best I ever saw at raising money, but he was selfless about it. He wasn't raising for himself. He raised money for supplies, for shoes, whatever it was uh, the kids needed. Uh, losing Ron this week, uh, he'll be missed his impact will be felt for generations to come. But the best part of a faith in Christ is we know that one day we'll rejoice with him once again in heaven. So, Ron, thanks for everything. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM, 950 AM. GNT Youth Soccer is registering for its 14U division for both boys and girls leagues. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning August 16th and continuing through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. All games are played at the beautiful GT Sports Park in Hilton. Serving the community for 23 years, the soccer program offered through GT Athletics Teach Soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit gntsoccer.com. 
title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585 720080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Benson and those guys, ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM, 9.50 AM, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Guys, I'm listening as we're coming back uh, from the break, and I'm hearing the Danielle uh, DeFrance ad. I think we've got to bring her into the studio so we can get some massage. I'm sitting here, standing here, and today my back is just killing me. Mine too. I could use one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to get Danielle in here with one of us. (laughs) Am I the only one that thought that was creepy? A massage? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's creepy. <laughs> Only dude, coming my... from a wrinkly old dude like Benson. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm old, man. My back hurts. Creepy. Leave me alone. Coming to you live from the Useless Breaking News studios, we have a useless celebrity news update. Benson and those guys, star of the popular sports radio program, Benson and those guys, have been spotted watching the World Cup despite disparaging it on the radio. Darren was reportedly wearing the kit of a player he's never heard of. Benson was trying to figure out where in the world Uruguay is. And Zach was wandering around asking random people, is there any more shrimp? <laughs> Dude, I was. Sunday, I, I, was, I was on the couch. This was the first time we had a little off time in quite a while. So I, I'm on the couch, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to settle in and watch a little bit about, uh, of the Yankees. They're down 10-zip. Yeah. The U.S. Open was out of reach. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what am I going to watch? So I I did turn on the soccer, 
and it made for great sleeping material. I mean, it was on, <laughs> I slept through most of it, but I was I was into it. I think I, I'm picking on soccer. Everybody knows how I feel about soccer, uh, but this is a great tournament. Guys, how do you not get excited about the World Cup? Now, I understand that in four years it's going to be like, you know, see you again in four years, soccer. When this World Cup is over, nobody's going to care for a while. The ratings are huge uh, all over the country when the United States is playing. And, I mean, the ratings are this are higher than a Jets-Giants game on a Sunday in New York. Now, I'll say this. It's because if you try the same thing with the MLS, it's not going to happen. Forget it. But, I mean, it's once every four years. That's why it's a big deal. I know that there's a lot of undercurrent. It's a digital age. A lot of people, you know, younger people, love soccer, and they're getting into this. But if it, if it were every year, I'm sure we wouldn't see the same thing. I don't think football fans or anybody should be threatened by soccer at all. I will say this. They beat Ghana. This reminds me of that time where uh, I coached Little League Baseball, and the All-Star team finally beat – we were from Silver Creek. We finally beat Dunkirk for the first time. So everybody got excited. We beat Dunkirk. Hey, maybe we're going to Williamsburg. Okay, no, we were out in the next two games. That's why. That's, that's what happens. What I always say. And I remember that everybody's like, get their hopes up. They beat Ghana. Well, you, you're still in the pool of death here. Don't get too excited, everybody. You guys notice Dan's reliving his little league days on this a lot show, today on this episode, <laughs> and they were all bad memories for the most part. Uh, Dan is nowhere as bad as Darren. Nowhere <laughs> as bad. I, I think when you see the ratings, and I've seen some of them, and I've heard them talked about with the soccer. I think. It's like it's just like the Olympics, you know. When America's playing, we're like, "Yeah, America, freedom," you know, and we're we're cheering for Team USA, and then they get bounced, and then we we don't care, you know. And and I think uh, I think that's basically what because so many people that I know that are that are all about it, and they're talking about it every day, and they don't care about soccer. They don't know who one of the players are, you know. Like like people talked about when Landon Donovan got cut, he was the only guy they knew. They're right. scrambling to find out who's on the team. Exactly. Josie Altidore gets hurt. Like, oh, who? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was awful. I, I am <laughs> all in with the World Cup. And mostly because I can be obnoxiously patriotic, like during the, uh, the, the Olympics, like Zach said. Like, soccer to me is kind of like swimming or, you know, track and field or something in the Olympics. I only care about it every four years, and I really only care because it's the Americans. But I, I love this tournament. I'm having a great time watching it. You have a trouble being obnoxiously. What? Patriotic. I don't, have, yeah. I don't have trouble yeah. with that at all. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think so. Um, talking about soccer, the one thing, I, we're watching, we're, we're Monday afternoon, we're watching a game, it was Germany and Portugal, and I'm watching, and I don't got the audio on, and, uh, oh, Zach and I are at the Chinese buffet, and, and we're watching, they, they got the game on, and, and this is great. I'm thinking, Portugal's up, to zip I get in the car, I'm traveling home, ESPN's t- broadcasting the game, and I find out, Germany's up to zip. That's how much I know about soccer. But I do know this. I'm listening to the Kobe Bryant interview, and he keeps referring to it as football, football, football. And I'm thinking, I had to have this explained to me. He grew up in Italy, mm-hmm. and, and I get it. Okay, you're, I know he's a big soccer fan, but come on, it's soccer, my man. You're from Philadelphia. You're an American. It is not football. <laughs> he's showing off. He's just showing off. I, I get it. I'm, I'm soccer guy. He's showing I'm, off. Football guy. Just call it soccer, Kobe. You're an American. He's, oh, it is. He's an elitist. Come on, he took $20 million this year and basically bankrupted the Lakers from winning a championship for the next two years. Kobe's all about Kobe all the time. 
Anytime he can get some publicity, he's going to try to bring it back to himself. Shut what, up, Kobe. What, what Dan is saying, we've talked about soccer for four minutes, and he just hijacked that. And went I'm to sorry. Kobe. <laughs> but talking about football, let's talk about football. Last week, we talked about the controversy surrounding the name of the Washington Redskins. We talked about it on this program last week, and ha- as has been the case already a number of times in the brief history of this program, after we talked about it, the subject gained some momentum. This past week, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office canceled six federal trademark registrations owned by the Skins and their owner, Daniel Snyder. This is now Trademark Free America, and BTG program are going to be selling Redskin shirts like it's their job. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's up for appeal, though. They can't. Nobody can do anything yet. It's being appealed, so... Zach, I think you had the best idea with changing the name to the Redskins. Leave the name as Redskins, but make the logo a potato. <laughs> we are the, we're the Redskins. I like that. I like that. Uh, but but I, I don't understand. I, you know, I, I don't know how the patent and trademark office works, but I don't understand how something that's been a trademark for decades and decades and decades, how that can suddenly not you can just suddenly take away the, the rights. I don't understand even how that works. It was a two-thirds vote, and it was because they're pandering. This is political. Uh, all of a sudden, all these politicians, Harry Reid's coming out and saying, I'm not going to any more Redskins games, as if he had to pay for anything to go in the first place. <laughs> now he's suddenly boycotting because everybody's waiting for the low-hanging fruit. They're waiting to you know, fl- go down the river and wait for that branch to pop up so they can grab a hold of it. It's a joke. This is, like, th- this is the worst because I'm against the name change for this reason. I know people may be offended, but it's not a con- Consensus offense. No. A lot of Native Americans love the name and identify with the Washington Redskins. They're not losing a dime in revenue because of this. When you, if, if it were the Washington racial pejoratives for any other race, I'm sure people would be up in arms because there'd be a consensus of people who'd be offended. That would be like you can't do this, and everybody else would join. This is this wishy-washy. Everyone's jumping on a bandwagon and. The Native American population hasn't even come to a consensus on this yet. I, I feel like the, the press and the, the government and the trademark office, whatever, they're making it worse, and they're, they're making it divisive. It's pandering. Just, just leave it alone. Just mm-hmm. stop. I'm so sick of this story. I, I don't think as many people care they're, as we're being told to I, I don't care all that much. I, I disagree with you guys on this because I, I kind of think it's time to change it. There's enough people that are you know frosted by it. Let, let's move on. Let's just change it. But I don't care that much. What I don't like is the government stepping in. It's the same thing I didn't like about the Donald Sterling situation. Uh, sell the team, don't sell the team, I, whatever. But I don't like somebody saying, okay, well, he's crazy or, or legally saying he's not able right. to function mentally. But at least I, the, the league handled that itself. I know, but I'm concerned in a society that decides, okay, we're going to manipulate a government that's going to manipulate and give him pressure until he sells that team. But here's what I know. I heard, I heard a nationally syndicated sports talk show host say, not if, but when the Washington Redskins eventually do change their name, that we'll, look, we'll all look back to June 18th as the day the process started, referring to the day that the patent office. But I say this, no, it will be 
when it was discussed on the Benson and those guys <laughs> program. As heard on ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM, 9.50 AM. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585 585- 272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial... Title results. sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators? Neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit Town & Country Solution. GNT Youth Soccer is registering for its 14U division for both boys and girls leagues. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning August 16th and continuing through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. All games are played at the beautiful GT Sports Park in Hilton. Serving the community for 23 years, the soccer program offered through GT Athletics Teach Soccer in a fun, family centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit GNTSoccer.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Rochester's number one faith-based sports program, Benson. And those guys on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Benson and those guys brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Hey, we were talking about the World Cup soccer a few moments ago. I wanted to mention this uh, website, theprize.com. Theprize.com, if you want to uh, see how much pressure a professional footballer feels, www.theprize.com. Zach, you have a bit of useless information for us. If I was Dodgers pitching coach Rick Honeycutt, I'd be asking for a raise. Because this week, Clayton Kershaw threw the second no-hitter of the season. Both were by Dodgers pitchers, only a matter of weeks apart. That is, however, not the shortest time between two team no-hitters. In 1882, the Louisville Eclipses had two eight days apart. In 1884, the Columbus Buckeyes had two six days apart. In 1888, the Philadelphia A's had two five days apart. In 1917, the St. Louis Browns threw them on back-to-back days. And probably the most famous set of no-hitters ever are the two that Cincinnati's Johnny Vandermeer threw in consecutive starts in 1938. That is some useless information. Darren, you got an unreasonable rant for us? 
Yeah, the uh, the World Cup is a great tournament, and it truly makes me care deeply about soccer for a few weeks. But as the tournament drags on, I'm reminded why I only care every four years. First, there's the flopping. I've literally seen a player grab another guy's hand, slap himself in the face, and then act like he just took a punch from Tyson in his prime. <laughs> then there's all the silly names. It's not a jersey, it's a kit. It's not a cleat, it's a boot. It's not a field, it's the pitch. And instead of saying nothing or zero, you have to say nil. The locker room is the only thing that doesn't have a ridiculous name. Maybe that's because only the pros get to use one. The rest of the soccer world uses a rusty team bus or the back of mom's minivan to get dressed. And this practice of swapping sweaty jerseys after the game needs to stop. It's disgusting. Who on earth decided swapping stanky jerseys after 90 minutes of sweating in them was a good idea? And lastly, the ridiculous haircuts. There are so many outstandingly bad head salads on the pitch, but the mullet hawk deserves a red card. Soccer is hard enough to get behind without all the antics. Just play the game and leave the acting and poor fashion choices to Hollywood. Your athletes act like it. Pest of the Week is brought to you by our title sponsor, Town & Country Pest Solutions. My Pest of the Week this week is every restaurant I walked in with you two guys that took 10 (laughs) minutes before they even acknowledged we were there. The best one was when we walked into that place, the girl sits us, gives us a glass of water. 10 minutes later, nobody waits on us. We exit, and on our way out, she says, thanks for coming. Have a nice (laughs) night. Yeah, and you have a Pest of the Week? Golf. Two reasons. No Tiger, and the fact that that Mr. Keimer went wall-to-wall, wire-to-wire, the U.S. Open, that doesn't happen. I have no reason to watch it. Done. Pest. (laughs) My pest of the week is the girl known only as Abby, who ran onto the field during the College World Series so she could post a Vine video of herself being arrested. My pest is Hanley Ramirez. You're a Major League Baseball player. You have to make that play and preserve the perfect game. Benson and those guys, brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. You can visit our website, btgprogram.com, or follow us on Twitter, at btgprogram. Uh, this week, your homework is this. I gave you two websites during the show. Check out kershawschallenge.com, kershawschallenge.com, and also check out theprize.com. By the way, the Rochester Ridgemen, the AIA team out in Webster, will be home Sunday night, 7 o'clock, against the Wellsville Nitros. They are playing some pretty decent baseball as of late. Get out there and see them. Guys, thanks for joining me. This is Benson and those guys. ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM, 950 AM.